Dalid Adar Bet, Tafshin Ayin Vav, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome, one and all, to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Davidi, 
big favorite here at uh, the Israel Show. Opens things up. Opens things up with Im Ain Anili Mili. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Welcome, one and all, to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are here each and every Monday, immediately following JM in the AM, 9 AM Eastern. Well, this week and next week, it's 3 PM Israel time. Usually, it's 4 PM, but because America is on daylight savings time. Israel is not yet on daylight savings time. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, that is the reason that it is an hour earlier than usual. I also am going to apologize up front for the fact that I have a cold slash sore throat slash whatever, and uh, my my voice isn't so great, and I'm I'm like coughing a bit in the middle. So I apologize in advance for all those noises. I'm having hot drink right now. Mm. And hopefully that'll help make the show go down just a bit easier. Um, we have some interesting stuff coming up. You know, not it is not enough. There are not enough times when people feel lefargin. In in I think in Yiddish and Hebrew that you just say, you know what, you're being successful. I'm happy for you. I don't want to step on your toes. I want to encourage you, even if your success might be impinging a bit on on something I'm doing, or or, or not, but just the ability to be happy for somebody else in in what they're doing, and, and to give that feeling over is very special, and I have two stories that happened in Israel over the past few weeks. One of them actually is from this morning, believe it or not. And and one is from about a week ago. And I'm going to highlight it because we oftentimes, unfortunately, and, and, and maybe wrongly, think about Israel as, as maybe a country where people are, are roughened because of wars and so forth, and they don't usually um, behave in that way. But there's so much of that. There's so many good people. It doesn't get to the media because media always focuses attention on the bad. But it's uh, it's good for us to remember and to point these things out. So we're going to do that. We have um, we spoke a few weeks ago about the Mark Twain and his writings and how the uh, what he wrote about Israel in the 1880s really shatters the myths that the Arabs give out. The myths that they propagate where they say, well, you know, we were here forever, and the Jews came and stole our land and all that. Um, and, and Mark Twain basically said there was nothing there. It, it was just empty. Um, not to say that there were no Arabs, but it was basically empty. So um, got great response from that, and I knew about that story from a book called Myths and Facts. It's been around for a long time. Now it's all online, and I want to share with you uh, one or two pieces from that and bring it to your attention that a tremendous reservoir of resources for Israel advocacy is available online. It's all free. It's all there. People always say, oh, it's so difficult. It's so um, hard to keep track of everything, blah, blah, blah. And um, the truth is that it's not really so difficult. It's just you need to give time. And it, it's hard, but yeah. But it's all there, and we'll share that with you. A couple of other stories coming up. So, uh, and of course, it's the Jamie Day Marathon. Second week begin, began today, and um, we're going to talk a little bit about that and encourage you in that direction as well. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
מדבר גלויות. לפעמים אין לי כוח בעולמך להיות. אנא מפניך You've listened to our Yom HaTzma'ot shows, and I hope that you have. And even if you haven't, if you're familiar with Israel, Israeli customs on Yom HaTzma'ot, meaning the Minhagim, you know that a centerpiece is the Chidon HaTanach HaOlami L'Noar. It is a Bible contest, so to speak, meaning... The winner is the one who who has best recall and ability to to come up with the pasuk and to recall it and quote it and so forth, connect it faster and better than anyone else. Which is an amazing contest if you think about it. It's a, a Torah contest. Who who knows Torah better, so to speak? Uh, and it's youth. It's youth from high schools all over the world, from Mexico, from South America. It's it, it's amazing. It's great. Of course, almost always. 
the Israeli wins because he's learning it in his native language. It's a little harder for somebody who doesn't know Hebrew to learn Tanakh and have the recall and be able to, to speak about it so well. So the Israeli usually wins. There have been there have been ties and there's even been one or two outliers where the American student won. I believe Professor Rabbi Jeremy Weeder at Yeshiva University is one of those Americans who won in his year. Not surprising. Anyway, the host, the MC, the person who's at the front and center of of the um, show part of this, not of the Torah part of this, of the show part of this for the last 28 years has been Dr. Avshalom Kor, who is a good friend of ours, of, of the radio station of, of mine, and uh, you've heard his name many times because whenever I speak about the Meir Milim segments, I always say that they were inspired by the Galei Tzahal segments of Dr. Avshalom Kor. Well, there, there's the story was making the rounds uh, just uh, after the weekend in Israel that there's going to be a change and that Dr. Avshalom Kor is stepping down after 28 years and there, there was a, um, a committee and they picked the journalist Sivan Rahav Meir who I have mentioned often on this radio program I have great respect for her she is um, an orthodox mother of, uh, I think, three or four, um, and she is one of the, let's say, a key, one of the leading television journalists today in Israel. She's on the Channel 2 News. You can see reports that she uh, produces and does. She's out in the field. She covers a lot of different stories. Sometimes she's a substitute anchor. She's really front and center, and all, of course, um, as as a as a practicing uh, Orthodox Jew, she has her hair covered and so forth. Her husband uh, is also very active. They they have a show that they do together on Galei Tzahal Radio every Friday morning. We um, cut you know a, a, a sort of like pre Shabbat program, and and this woman I don't know how she gets this all done. She also writes every week a column in the Friday uh, weekend Yidiot Achronot magazine, which is always nice, and we've quoted. Uh, from her, we've quoted um, various things uh, from her writings, and in addition to that she started recently, believe this or not giving a shiur on the Parsha, a one hour like a talk about the Parsha which is a combination of different things that she's seen on the Parsha, but she combines it with relevant things that she knows are in the news or or experiences of hers as a journalist, etc. And it started out in Yerushalayim, and it got a great following. In fact, you can watch it online. It's in Hebrew. We'll post the link to uh, her shiurim on Pasha Shavuot if you're interested in it. If you understand Hebrew, you're interested in it. They're very cool. I've seen one or two. Um, and then, after it was so successful in Yerushalayim, they said, let's be daring and take it to Tel Aviv. And so now they're doing it in a big place in Tel Aviv, and people are coming. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people come. And most of them are, are, we would call them secular, but they want to know. They want to have a, a, a part in, in the study. They want to hear what the Tanakh has to say, and this is such a great way of bringing it to her, to them, through her. Now, all this was a build-up to tell you that Sivan Rav Meir was chosen to be the replacement for Avshalom Kor. She uh, was chosen to be the new master of ceremonies for the Chidon 
Tanakh, which is on Yom Ha'atzma'ut, coming up. And there was a lot of excitement, and people felt that that was a good pick, and it'll, you know, maybe refresh it a little bit. And she was interviewed on Sunday morning on the uh, morning show on, on Aruch Daim. Very, very nice interview. And in this interview, I'll play you a couple of quick clips. In the interview, she speaks about how excited she is, how much fun this is going to be, and so forth. So, um, here's the first clip. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. Sorry about that. Let's get you the first clip here. Today is one of those days. Here's the first clip. It's uh, Avri Galad introducing the situation. Shalom Kor, after years of work, he finds his place and you decide to change it. Yes, it's not big. It's not big. It's not big. I realized that when I saw Shalom, when I saw the situation, I realized that the situation is not big. I just want to say that in my opinion, the best of Avri Gilad was explaining that she would become the new MC, and she said that she texted Avshalom Kor and told him how she looks up to him, how the shoes that she has to fill are so great, uh, she doesn't think she can fill them really, and that she considers him the ultimate Chidon Tanakh Master of Ceremonies. In fact, she used the word ultimativi, which would cause Avshalom Kor a lot of angst because one of the big things is that he doesn't um, he, he doesn't like people using English words for Hebrew words like ultimativi for the ultimate and um, what was Avshalom Kor's response you might ask let's see if we can hear this so she says that his response was right you should be successful and uh, he didn't correct, she says, he didn't correct my use of the word Ultima TV. So you see a real tremendous, what I called fear gun, uh, for which I haven't found yet the English word. Uh, a, a feeling where one just feels, you know, Avshalom Kor is now, after 28 years, his, this role is now being handed, and she's being very reverential to him. He's give, being nice and complimentary to her and so forth, and everything's great. And that's very nice. But, then there's a little switch in the story. Let me also add that um, it's interesting. She, she pointed out in the interview that she gave on Sunday, while this was still happening, the two highlights. One is she wa- she's so excited to meet the kids. They're the ultimate uh, um, celebrities, she says. These high school kids that know Tanakh inside out. It's amazing. And she says another thing that she didn't expect is, is re- the response from a lot of people. A lot of people that she knows was, can you get me tickets? <laughs> Which is great. It shows that there's an interest. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, this morning, this morning, Sivan Rav Meir sent a letter to the administration of the Chidon Tanakh in which she writes, I thank you for selecting me to be the Master of Ceremonies of the new Chidon Tanakh this coming Yom Atzmaut, but on second thought, I'm turning down. 
I haven't thought it out enough, she writes. But the way that Dr. Avshalom Kaur was dealt with troubles me greatly. Turns out she didn't know this. Turns out Dr. Avshalom Kaur wanted to continue his, in his role. She was told he was stepping down. He was actually basically fired. And secondly, after 28 years, she says, she finds out that he was fired with a text message. Nobody had the the feeling to pick up the phone and speak to the man in a conversation, let alone have a meeting. And then she says, sometimes dreams come true, and this must have been a dream of hers, but not this way, she says, not like this. And she says that, um, again, showing you the type of person she is, I, I assume that everything was done not on purpose. Nobody had a, a bad intention, but it's still not the way it should be done, and I don't want to be involved in it in this way. And, and she withdrew from something that would be a very, very public role for her and would help her career a lot. And so that is just amazing. It's a level of menschlichkeit that we need to see more of in the world. And I'm so happy that um, Sivan Rav Meir is a role model to many, many people in Israel. Her ability to reach people through the media by her being on television is, is huge. And to have somebody like that representing us is, uh, is very, uh, I think, very dramatically positive. That was story number one. After the break, after the music, we'll go to story number two. Here is Goliath from Lakat Kaveret, Pugi.
such an amazing Poogie song. It is classic Poogie song, and the words and everything about it is just classic Poogie, I got to say. Um, a song about Gol- Gol- Goliath, the giant in the Tanakh story, and how they how they put together those words. And, the, well, Donnie Sanderson, just amazing. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Networks. The opportunity to wish happy birthdays. Happy birthday to Susie Eisenstadt, who is uh, a wonderful friend and a faithful listener to this show. And um, I am thrilled to wish Susie a happy birthday. Her birthday is today. Her husband, Sandy, who is also a wonderful friend and faithful listener, and um, is just a, a prince of a man. Uh, his birthday was last week, so we'll say happy birthday to him as well. And Matis, who's not feeling too well, he is listening in from his sick bed. He's worse shaped than I am, probably. <clears throat> so, Matis, happy birthday to you as well. Matis is celebrating a birthday, and uh, oh, almost always during the uh, marathon celebrates a birthday. And uh, we wish him well. He missed he missed the marathon day, first time in a long time. Well, I was, we were talking about how people can um, be nice to each other, even under circumstances that might be a little competitive or so uh, so some something like that, or or for example, where somebody might be um, ideologically against a specific type of uh, work, and yet will show some support because of certain things. And here's a great example. Uh, for for quite a while, um, when it started, we here were highlighting the work of um, an initiative in Israel called 929, uh, Tanakh Biyachad. Let's learn Tanakh together. 929 um, are the number of prakim in the Tanakh. And the idea here, which was started by Rabbi Benny Lau and a few others, was to learn, everybody, all Israelis, of all stripes, of all colors, of all um, whether religious persuasions, of all um, uh, of all uh, ages, and so forth, everybody learn the same parak of Tanakh every day for 929 days until we end it. And it's done, I think, exceptionally well. It's based on a website where everybody can go, and an app both of which are just fantastic. They have a, a great video, a whiteboard video at the end of each week, summarizing. And, and everything's great, and we spoke about it a lot uh, when it started out. They're now up to uh, chapter 322, so we spoke about it 322 days ago or so. The problem is that as time went by, we noticed, and, and many people noticed, and became a topic of conversation, that... By opening this up to everybody, there are people who are writing articles. Every day you have the Perek, you have the text, you can hear it being read uh, by somebody, and then you have a bunch of articles, uh, summary, you have a summary, and then you have a bunch of articles by people of different backgrounds. You have artists, you have p- people who are in theater and movies maybe, and then if there's a particular subject, then let's say something has to do with animals, so maybe somebody who's a zoologist, or from all walks of life, meaning also people that are maybe antagonistic to the Torah, what we would call the Torah perspective. But again, we'll argue 
Rabbi Benny Lau will argue the whole idea is to open to get to everybody and open it up to everybody. And the only way to do that is not to close ourselves into our box. And so a huge debate broke out about it. In fact, the Yeshiva Gush, which um, has their own Tanakh study center, and they have a school, the Herzog School, which um, which uh, trains people to become Tanakh teachers, they uh, separated themselves from this uh, thing. They they started their own sort of like at the same time a separate nine two nine thing that would go along with the Prakim and give you uh, articles about it, but it would be only uh, articles that would, would fit within the principles that they believe in. Uh, yet, people like Yoel Binun continue to write on the 929. So, it's one of those machlok at l'shem shamayim, let's say, right? It's, it's one of those conflicts and controversies that is l'shem shamayim, that, that, that is honest and real. Well, a few weeks ago, there's... Um, there's a, a convention, annual convention of the uh, newspaper Besheva, and there was a panel discussion with Rav Lau, who started this, Rav David Stav, who's the head of Rabbanet Sohar, and Rav Yaakov Meidan. Rav Yaakov Meidan is the Rosh Yeshiva at Gush. He and Rav Gigi were appointed by Rav Lichtenstein and Rav Amital Zichronam Livracha to take over. Rav Meidan is a tremendous Tanakh scholar and teacher, and he was very upset that the Tanakh was being portrayed in part sometimes by this website in ways that go against our our Misora, against um, I mean the people there that are, are would be considered anti-religious and yet want to study Tanakh. We know that. David Ben-Gurion, for example, who was rather anti-religious, had a tremendous love of studying Tanakh. You know, one has nothing to do with the other. Um, and with Maidan, at this panel, at this conference, this panel, they had this conversation back and forth about, about um, this initiative, the 929.org.il initiative. Rav Lau and Rav Stav said, we want to reach out to everybody in Israel. We need to get to the widest circle possible and include as many people as possible to, to familiarize them at least with the basics of Tanakh, which they're supposed to learn in school, but often they don't. And to do it in a way that will speak to everybody or give everybody an entry. You know, um, we say, so to speak. You know, everybody can have their chalak. Well, Rav Meidan, who is very, very, very much against it, was very moved by the Ahavat Israel, by the love of every Jew that was being shown by Rav Stav and Rav Benny Lau, who started this uh, initiative. And so, and here is the beauty. This is just... Rav Yaakov Meidan, understand, is, 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 the, is so against this 929 initiative, the website and the app, He's not the type of person who's going to say, I'm putting it in Cherem, but in our, our day, that would be the type of thing that would happen, right? He would get up and say, I'm putting this in Cherem, it's us to touch it, it's us to look at it, da 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 there's Apikorsus um, in it, and so forth. But, having heard, and spoken, and been on this panel, and, and seen the Avat Yisrael 
of the two rabbis and understanding that their intentions are so pristine and so holy, Rav Meidan went and wrote a piece that was then published about a month ago on the 929 site. Imagine that happening in our world today. It is so beautiful. It is such an amazing thing that here somebody is against it for Torah reasons, in principle, and yet he says, I appreciate, I love these two rabbis, and I appreciate what they're doing, and so I am ready to myself go and write an article which will be then posted on, on this initiative. Now, here's the cool thing. It, he writes, it, they're short articles. They're all short articles. This is all made for people of our time that have short attention spans and everything is, is quick um, and online. Um, there are no books or anything. Everything is online. So at the end of the article that he writes, it, 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 he wrote the article about Melachim Aleph Perakud Gimel. It was in February about Navi Sheker and so forth. And at the end of the article he writes, this is a quote, Milachrona, a P.S. Kotev Hashurot, this writer, Humigdolei Hamitnagdim Ekronit Sheva, objects very strongly in principle to the 929 initiative. Visibotavimo for reasons I choose not to discuss now. Achalkol Pishaim Techase Ahava, as he quotes. We say to God on Yom Kippur, Al Kol Peshainu that love can cover up all the sins. And therefore, he says, my great appreciation for Rav Beni Lau and for the Ahavat Yisrael that he has, to put aside, if you will, my principles that are very important to me. And by writing this article on their website, I am, in essence, giving support to his principles. That's amazing. We don't find that enough. We, we, we should be able to talk to each other. We should be able to convince each other or not convince each other, but, but always do it and unfortunately, it doesn't seem to happen often enough. I'm happy that this morning we had an opportunity to feature two situations where people acted with great honor and, and with great love. Both Sivan Rav Meir and Rav Meidan, people from different... One is a Rosh Hashiva and one is a television personality, um, but really showed beautiful Ahavat Yisrael. And um, hey... I think it's great. I hope you enjoyed um, hearing that as well. Okay, here is the Parvarim with their version of Bridge Over Troubled Water. They have a whole album of Simon and Garfunkel songs. It's called Gesher al Za'af. Bridge Over Angry Waters is really the um, exact translation. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Simon and Garfunkel classic Bridge Over Troubled Waters done in Hebrew by the Parvarim 
rather uh, beautiful um, rendition, I must say. And um, let's see, I remember once upon a time, yeah, so it's interesting, it's bridge over troubled waters, and the Hebrew translation is Gesher al-Meza'af. And my feeling is, whoever translated this um, did no Tanakh, knew Tanakh, knows Tanakh. And um, in Yonah, Sefer Yonah, which we read in Mincha, as the Haftar Mincha of Yom Kippur, it says that when, um, when Yonah was thrown over the boat, it says, Yonah, they picked him up, they threw him overboard, so waters and the anger of the waters, the za'af, is mentioned in Sefer Yonah, and I have a feeling this is a, refer, refers back to that. My name is Mayor Weingarten, did I tell you that? <laughs> You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Ah, we're running out of time so quickly today. Um, we are sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. It is, I hope you know by now, a wonderful organization uh, whose focus entirely is on getting people to go to Israel, to make Aliyah, to make Israel their new home. Our ancient home should become, again, our new home. It is a huge, huge mitzvah. It is an important thing for all that... Um, that we understand the greatness of the opportunity that we have in our generation to live in Israel, to live in Israel in, in relative peace, I would say, and to live in Israel with prosperity, and uh, Nefesh Benefesh makes it happen. Go to their website, nbn.org.il, nbn, Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il. This is your show. It's proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. Also, reminding you that this week, today through Thursday, is the concluding week of the JM and the AM fundraising marathon. JM and the AM is the engine that makes the Nachum Siegel, pos- Nachum Siegel Network possible. It makes the Israel Show possible and all the other great programming that is uh, available here. Around the clock, um, JM and the AM makes it possible. JM and the AM, I can't begin to tell you what an important community resource it is. It reaches out literally to tens of thousands of people throughout the Jewish world every single day. And it is held together by one person, Nachum Siegel, who I am privileged to have as a friend, and... His work is beyond unbelievable. And it, I, I dare say that there would be no JM in the AM if not for Nachum. People have tried and it's lasted for a couple of years. 33 years. Building a Makom Kadosh in the air, if you will. And so, um, if you enjoy this program, the other programs, I'm reminding you that this is Tzedakah and that has been told to us by numerous rabbis who've made it very clear that Jam um, in the AM is, is an ultimate tzedakah because not only is it doing great work, but it helps other Jewish organizations do great work where you have so many schools, yeshivot, 
synagogues, Israel advocacy groups, everybody comes to JM and the AM to get the word out. So JM and the AM is the tzedakah of tzedakot. So please uh, find it in your heart to support this tzedakah. You're not supporting a radio show. You're supporting mitzvot, really and truly. And that is why Rabbi Goldwasser and so many others who have seen the work of JM and the AM out in the field have said, yes, you can use your ma'aser money, the money that you've put aside for tithing, your tzedakah money to donate to JM and the AM. Hey, you got to donate it, so you may as well give a chunk to it to JM and the AM, and it'll be greatly appreciated. I will be there on Thursday announcing pledges. It's going to be very busy there, so I, I, I can't promise you know the attention that I can give, but if you want to specifically donate in honor of the Israel show and what we do here, um, and you want it to be read by myself, um, you can do so on Thursday morning or any time on the web, and then just note that you'd like it held for Thursday, let's say between 6.30 and 7 or 7 and 7.30. Later, the later, the harder. Um, and that would be at the pledge link, jmintheam.org slash pledge, jmintheam, one word, dot org slash pledge, and then you can specify in honor of, in the, in the honor of <laughs> box, appropriately, one would imagine, right? Oh, gosh, we have, uh, let's see, what else did we want? Oh, I wanted to mention this. Uh, we're not going to get to the myths and facts today. We're going to hold that for next time, I guess, like so often. We just don't have the time to finish everything that I prepared. Um, I do want to mention a great website, which you might want to consider um, as you are thinking about Mishloch Manot. I know Mishloch Manot has got, gotten way out of control, um, and, and there's themes and everything. It, it, obviously, the idea is to... To, to give uh, people who, who could use um, food, um, to give them food, uh, food portions. And it's funny that we end up giving candy bars mainly to people, or cake. <laughs> anyway, it, 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 it's one of those mitzvot that has really gotten out of control. I mean, you know, the theme, the Pirates of the Caribbean's themed Mishloch Manot. I guess it's cute for the kids, but uh, sometimes it, we we lose the forest from the trees. There is a site, and um, it, it it is uh, an anti-BDS site. Let's put it that way. This is a, a group of Israeli manufacturers who are in Yehudan Shomron, mainly, who are suffering because of the boycott from Europe and the, the, all the issues that we know about. And they started a website, blessingsfromisrael.com, where you can buy gift baskets of the produce from Yudan Shamron, from all over Israel, and, um, and send it to friends, or you can buy a bunch and use them as Mishloch Manot. Don't know if it's appropriate for you, but take a look at it and see. Go to the website, take a look. We get nothing from this. Let me make that very clear. We're not getting anything. We have no connection to the website, to the products, to anything. I just just believe that it's important to help and support the people in Yehudan Shamron who are getting hit by the craziness of these boycotts. So it's blessingsfromisrael.com. I guess triple W, blessingsfromisrael.com. And if there's something that I, I honestly haven't checked very closely to see what are in the basket and so forth, I will eventually do that. But um, take a look at it. Maybe you'll find something 
that you like. I'll also be filling in for Nachum on Purim morning, as I have done for the last 17 years, unless Purim is on Sunday. Um, and it's always a pleasure and a privilege. We have a lots of, lot of fun. We encourage you to tune in if you want. Um, we're going to end off with uh, a classic Eric Einstein song, Café Turki. But, of course, before we do so, we want to say thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your Facebook likes and comments. Uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show, is, is doing very nicely. I appreciate it. I've been asking you to, to encourage uh, others to like the page. And uh, the last week, we got some new likes. We're up to, uh, let's see, um, I can't see it right now. But uh, I think 362 or something like that. Does that make sense? Um, whatever. So please, if you can, uh, we also post on the page um, links to all the music that we play every week. And if there's a particular item we talk about, we'll post that as well. So thank you all for that. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. And a special thanks today to Avrami, who got us back on the air. My very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, Encore Presentations of Eternal Flame with Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson. Followed by headlines with David Lichtenstein and then the great Monday Music Marathon. Until Thursday, JM in the AM, and next Monday here, following JM in the AM. This is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish the list. Oh no, they're just running in a different race.
بیشتر